It's The Hour. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And on today's show... Hi, I'd like to see a doctor. I've accidentally sautéed my arm. Englishman dies the way he lived, from alcohol poisoning. Personally, I'd rather have the cheese. I wonder why the shark kept sniffing me when it was trying to bite me. <laughs> and Taylor Swift fans shake it off, causing record-breaking seismic activity, the equivalent of a 2.3 magnitude earthquake during Seattle shows. When asked for comment, the Earth is quoted as saying, Ooh, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. The Seattle Fault, which runs along the northern border of the city, claims that had it been much worse, they would never, ever, ever getting back together. Uh, the Swift Quake has been compared to the 2011 Beast Quake when Seattle Seahawks fans erupted after an impressive touchdown by running back uh, Marshawn Beast Mode Lynch. Ah. Uh, though it had been nothing compared to the Yomama Quake that nearly leveled the city when Yomama rolled off her beanbag chair. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch is very funny. Have you, you seen him in the... No, no idea who that is. He was the football player that did the... <sighs> Jesus. No. Did Jesus? Names and words and titles. He did names it's and words and titles. It's that improv show. Whose line is it anyway? Nope. Um, There's another improv where show? Where they were investigating a murder. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know that show. I, I, I don't know the name of that oh, show. I you did. told us to watch that show, and we've I watched did. a few of the episodes. Okay. Well, Marshawn Lynch was on. He was very funny. Okay. I don't know if he's on the episodes we've seen. Okay. Or if it was just, I don't know this guy. He's just some guy. It could yeah, you might have skipped it because you're like, I don't know who that is, and just skip, oh, we'd still watch it. I'd just be like, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, yeah. it'd just be like, you no, know, it's some guy who I guess is funny. Yeah, so that doesn't bother me. And he's apparently a very great football player. That happens on SNL all the time. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Some <laughs> some sports person or whatever, or some singer or whatever. For ten years, I have not known any musical artist on SNL. <laughs> not one. Surely you have. Well, I mean, yeah, like Ariana Grande or something. Sure, she's quite funny. Yes, she is. Yeah, surprisingly so. Did you um, did you ever see the clip of Larry David when he was hosting, and he got her name wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, name? you told me to on a previous episode. You like you asked me that. And I said no, and you said go look it up. Oh, and I did go look it up, and I was like, <laughs> you know, it nice. weren't what episode two fifty six. Yeah, we're repeating every episode. Uh, we definitely not. No, I know. I just listened to like six. Oh, okay. Oh, great. Yeah, so. Oh, geez, really? Yeah, six episodes. Yeah. I, so uh, I thought I had, I was like, oh, you know, I'm a few episodes behind mm-hmm. and I looked and I like haven't listened since September yeah, or maybe August of last year. So I'm mm-hmm. like a year behind. I'm like 35 episodes behind or something. I don't know. Uh, and now I'm all the way up to like January. Oh, so. Well, it feels like we haven't recorded since January. So we only did one episode in July. Wow. The whole month is smack dad in the middle. Smack who? Dab. <laughs> you can also smack dad right in the middle of that dad bod. <laughs> That's right in the gut. Yep. Right there. So how was how has your month been? <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, let's see. Last time we were in middle of July, and the end of July happened. Yeah. And the beginning of August happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's going on. Great. Yeah. Not not a ton. I mean, we haven't done much. No. So we had wanted to do a few things, like travely things, but there were all these things that were popping up. And we we're like, oh, we can't go because of this. And then we ended up not doing that. Yeah. And then some other things popped up. And we we're like, oh, no. And then it's like, you know, trying to find someone for the dogs is just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot easier when we had like a bunch of like college age kids that we knew from like working in theater and stuff like that. Yeah. They, they were always happy to like come and get paid and like watch animals or something. Yeah. Um, but we don't have, they're all like in their 30s now. Yeah. That's they're what like, well, I got a job. Kids. I don't want to <laughs> come all the way over. Oh, I got my PhD. I can't do that anymore. 
Um, why, are they talk, why are they talking like this? <laughs> I don't think I'm saying They turn 30. Crush the clown. Oh, I got my PhD. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> I don't Accidental think I've ever tried that voice before. <laughs> wow. Uh, you might have a job if uh, that guy uh, doesn't do the show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he does like 18 of the voices, I think. Oh, yeah. I think that's, he also does Homer and like mm-hmm. Moe and... Yeah. Anyway. So... Uh, I am sitting here like in, in a Manhattan of books. That's true. So a year ago, <laughs> we were talking about all the projects I couldn't get done. Yeah. And one of the projects was this alcove that we have in my, my office that was going to turn into a bookshelf. Like I had a bookshelf in there, but it didn't fill the whole space. It's a lot of empty space and I've got way too many books. Uh, and so I was going to build a bookcase in there last summer. Never got to it. Uh, and as you can see, I've cleaned it out so that I can start getting to building a bookshelf there it shouldn't take long to build the biggest problem is i don't have a vehicle to get plywood with because it's four feet by eight feet Mm. so you need like a truck Uh, so i have to borrow my father-in-law's truck and then go do it and it's just a pain in the ass you can't fit a four foot by eight foot oh absolutely wood in the in the outback no no the wheel humps and the the way it angles it just doesn't work what about the luggage rack on top I don't want to try and tie that yeah, down. Yeah, I understand. Just be a pick. Got to get the ratchet straps. And... I had I try I had to bring a, an extension ladder over from my grandma's house on the the luggage rack, and that yeah. was a stressful enough time as it was. <laughs> yeah, it made this terrible whistling noise as the wind oh. went past all the you know because the rungs are open on the end. Yeah, and so it was just like <laughs> it's terrible noise. Is that a turkey driving down the road? <laughs> it was. <laughs> Um, so yeah, trying to get done as many things as possible before we go back to school. Yeah. I, I got two weeks off left. Oof. And that's the end. Summer's almost over for yeah. you. We're that's trying terrible. to see if we can go somewhere the last week. Last week of, oh, of before school? Before school. Okay. Uh, before I have to go back. Yeah. Because then my daughter has one more week and then she goes back. Right, right. So trying to fit something in, uh, see if we can go somewhere. We looked at wanting to go like to Maine. Okay. And go to Acadia and oh, yeah, the park yeah. and all that. Um, but it's a bit of a drive and yeah. we've got, so we had two things that were cut. Like there was a thing at the beginning of like, cause usually we'd leave like on a Friday and come back on a Sunday because you know, it gives you the most time, but we have a thing on that Saturday. So we wouldn't be able to leave till Sunday. And then the following Sunday we had to be home to pick someone up from the airport. Oh, and so that like limited our time. But then we just got noticed today that we don't have to pick her up from the airport because she can drive out with her parents. Oh. Um, cause she's moving here. Um, and so I was like, all right, well, that gives us one extra day, but eh, we'll see. That's, Who knows? It's a lot up in the air. Yeah. It's like juggling. Yeah. I did notice that you've got two Star Trek encyclopedias. I do. One two... was a gift. Actually, in both of those situations, I got one for myself and then someone gave me one as a gift. Okay. Well, one is soft cover and one's hard cover for yes. each. So, so I'm going to get rid both. of the, the, no, I'm going to get rid of the, the paperbacks. Okay. Keep the hard covers. Yeah, good call. Yeah, so, yeah, so I have some, uh, there's some like blueprints from the 80s of the Enterprise. Oh, cool. That cool. I got from a child molester. Oh. It's, true, it's actually a true story. He didn't I'd, give I'd it to me. To hear it. He didn't give it to me personally. Uh, he got caught and sent to jail. He got caught giving this to a child? No, no, no. He, he was caught some other way and was sent to jail and all of his belongings were like cleaned up by he was a person that when we went to church okay. like oh, a church okay. person that explains and it. so they cleaned out and they had a lot of stuff and so they were just like you know we need to find places to get rid of this stuff whoever was in charge of of it and since i like star trek 
I got the child molester blueprints. They're so. like, hey, little kid, <laughs> I hear you like the Enterprise. <laughs> Would you like to boldly go where many men have gone before? You know what the D stands for in 1701D? <laughs> Because it wasn't the C, that's for sure. <laughs> Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> so, or a real B job. Ew. How was your week? Month? Oh, year. well. Um, Time increment. Yes. So, uh, last show I had just got back from Italy. I think mm, we did the show after yep, that. I believe that is correct. So since then, here's what has happened to me. Mm-hmm. I went to Miami mm. with a friend of the show, Logan. Welcome to Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hot, of course, down there. We went to it was Miami Beach. I heard that the ocean temperature in Miami is a hundred degrees. So that is like farther south than where we were. Okay, um, that's like toward the Keys because like the the um, between the tip of the Florida Dick and mm-hmm. the the little cum shot that is the Florida Keys, mm-hmm. it's very shallow water. Yes. And so that was the stuff that's really, really warm because it's so shallow. Uh-huh. It was warm where we were, but, but not, not that like, warm. Not like 100 degrees. I was reading an article. They think they know why it's gotten that hot. Oh, okay. And it's the stupidest reason. Okay. Uh, so shipping, like container ships and tankers and stuff like that, are extremely dirty. And they yeah. put a lot of sulfur dioxide, I believe, into the air. Okay. But the the particles from that causes clouds, kind of like planes. Oh, planes. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Like you can actually see it from satellites, like shipping lanes have these ridiculous clouds that oh, come from that. Weird. And in 2000, they passed all these like sulfur regulations and those went into effect. And what happens is, is those clouds reflect a lot of the sunlight. And now that they're not being formed because they're not allowed to pollute all that, the sunlight's coming through and warming. So what you're saying is pollution was helping. In this case, sort of, yes. This sounds like it a was, Floridian's answer. It was It was like, uh, it, it was masking the damage. Okay. Like it was still causing problems because it's still up there and then, you know, leads to gl- uh, climate change and global warming and all that. But it was like temporarily bringing the temperatures down because it was reflecting sunlight. Interesting. And they're like, oh, so like that's bad, but also like good, but also bad. Yeah. So that's why they think there's been the spike in sea level or sea water temperatures. Interesting. Yeah. Um, they just published the study like a few days ago. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. That seemed very dismissive. <laughs> no, 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 no. My mind was literally elsewhere <laughs> trying to think of what I was about to say. So um, Miami Beach, it was fun. I swam mm-hmm. in the ocean. I, I never swam in the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a rule of mine. I broke the rule. I don't. How far do you swim in the ocean? Because when I swim in the ocean, I only go out to like my knees. I was nipple high. Oh, okay. That's way farther out than I usually really? go. Okay. Yeah. I just like, you know, I like the feel of the water yeah. and the sand and, but I don't want to go out too far because like, you know, well, sharks are. Yeah. Well, it's hot. Yeah. Okay. So the I also water don't like was... taking my shirt off because yeah. I don't want to get burned. Oh, um, now <laughs> <laughs> it seems like I'm, you got like eight exciting things to say. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> it's normal to wear swim shirts now. People, everyone wears a swim shirt now. I love this. Not everyone, but you know, people wear swim shirts and they sell them and they're called UPF shirts or SPF <laughs> shirts and they're to protect you from the sun and they're long sleeves. That's fantastic. I'm going to find some because that's, I would go further out. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to burn. I hate burning. Yeah. Uh, it often makes me like ill. Yeah. So like we went to in spring break, like two years ago, 
uh, we went to SeaWorld Discovery Cove and I got a pretty bad burn. Um, and like the next day I was like in bed and I felt sick and like I had to like rehydrate and like all this other stuff. And it's, it's miserable. Yeah. And it ruins like part of my vacation. Yeah. So the first day I was there, I did not have the swim shirt. I had uh-huh. to go to a, a store uh-huh. that's called Surf Style. Nice. Yeah. Is it like uh, Ron John's? No. You remember the surf style shirts from the 90s? Like, sort of, yes. Yeah. So it's this is that store. With like... All the bright colors yeah. and stuff, yeah. So I had one yeah. in like fourth grade, and my friend who lived like two roads over in the trailer park had the exact same shirt. Oh, cool. And it was my picture day, like fourth grade shirt. Wow. I love that story. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you enjoyed Miami? Uh, yes, it was fine. The company was fine. Mm-hmm. The... I broke my going to Florida rule as well. Like, I just don't want to go to Florida. So anyway, first day, no swim shirt, sunburned on my shoulders really bad. Mm. Um, and so ne- I went to the went to the surf shop, mm-hmm. got my swim shirt the next day, fine. Go back, fly back the next day. The day after that, the day after I get back, I break out in a horrible rash oh. all over my torso and arms. It could have been clam diggers itch. <laughs> This is real. Do you get that from a prostitute? Or it could have been sea lice. Sea lice? Clam digger's itch is just like swimmer's itch. It's just mm-hmm. from bacteria in the water. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and sea lice is actually jellyfish larvae. Oh. And uh, you get stuck in a swarm of them. And then if you have clothes on, they can get caught in your clothes. And if you don't, like, because I wore the the shirt, like, um, like, from the beach, like, back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they get caught in your shirt and that they sting you in your shirt, the little mm. larvae. So they had to pee on you? Yeah. 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 You, I, just, you just like went into an outhouse and just laid there? I, because it was all over my torso, I just laid down in the bathtub and peed all over myself. Ah. Yeah. Um, so that was terrible. And so, um, I got on some, uh, some medicine for that. I went mm. to the urgent care because my eyes were swelling underneath. Oh no. So yeah, I was like having a real like allergic reaction. So um, this is the next day after I get home. I go to urgent care. They give me a steroid shot in the ass, mm. um, which, by the way, she told me it was in the butt. And I said, OK, that's fine. And she goes, OK, so which side? I said, right. And she's like, all right. So then she goes, OK, go ahead and, and pull down your pants. And so I did. I went full ass out. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she gave me the shot, it was kind of in the top. Like I would not have even had top to show her. Buttocks? Wouldn't have had to show her butt crack at all. Just but I was just out there up. full ass. Anyway, that helped. And then I got on some uh, steroids. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what it was called. Anyway. Did you have a roid rage? I did. Oh, I got roid rage because, listen to this. Um, a couple days later, I had because I had these spots in my body, and they went started to go away. But then I got these new spots, and I was like, "What are those?" And they itched. Um, and then um, I stopped the medicine, like because it was done, and then immediately started breaking out again. I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" I go back to urgent care. I know this is so fun to hear this. Go back to urgent care, and I show her the new rash that was up here, and she goes, "Oh, that's shingles." I was like, "Wait, what?" shingles and she goes yeah that's shingles that's exactly what like little cluster of things and you know usually it's older people that get it but sometimes younger people get it and i guess you were the one of the unlucky ones no oh, man I'm like jesus good job mr roof yeah and she's like you know the unlucky ones do you know how many people i know that's our age that has had shingles you have you've had known a lot 
Uh, more than RH? should be. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, someone that we went to high school with who you do not like at all. He got shingles. Oh. Uh, a science guy I watch on uh, in YouTube. He got shingles. Interesting. He's my age. Okay. Um, someone else had shingles too. And I was like, that's way too many people I know when it's supposed to be rare. Because they have a shingles vaccine now, but you can't get it until you're 50. So I've heard, I've heard that you can get it, but insurance won't pay for it. So you have to just pay yourself. Oh, um, I will do it. So the shingles actually wasn't even that bad. It just was like a surprise diagnosis. Mm -hmm. But then the other thing is, what are these other spots? Because I thought, oh, if it's shingles, I thought then that the other spots are like chicken pox. Um, and though they, she's like, no, that's just like contact dermatitis. So you're allergic to something. I'm like, what the fuck? The jellyfish aren't here anymore. The the clam diggers itch. It's not here anymore. <laughs> the fuck is this thing? And then start thinking I changed fucking laundry detergents. Oh no. Recently I changed to gain. I remember having a reaction to a laundry detergent in the past, like 10 well, years ago. It sounds like you've gained an allergic reaction. I, I believe I have. Yeah. So I'm on more steroids now. Oh man. And I you're going to have the smallest dick. I already, it's, it's already so almost Wait, is it your dick or is it your balls? You can have tiny balls. I could, I could deal with tiny mm-hmm. balls. That'd be fine. Especially as you get older. Yeah, I don't really care. Hanging so long. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's been my thing. So I, I don't think original diagnosis of like a clam digger or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the ocean did anything to me. Yeah. I think it's just I got allergic reaction and then got shingles as well. That's like mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't know, maybe being in the sun and getting that sunburn or something. Mess anyway. with your... There yeah. was something... Uh, so the the guy I watch on on YouTube, uh, he has uh, other medical conditions and takes some medications. Is this like uh, what's his name? Like uh, Hank Green or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he had well, so he had uh, it's his medication for his like regular uh, issues may have helped trigger the shingles. So in that case, it's like. Yeah. So I thought Unrelated. the original medication caused triggered the shingles as yeah. well, but then this other doctor he was no? like, ah, no, it doesn't really happen that way. Mm. Like, what the fuck does he know? You yeah. Know? No. And then Hank got cancer. So oh, yeah. he's doing okay though. He's doing That's all right. good. Yeah, very happy about that. I was just about to say I don't like him. So oh, yeah, yeah no, never I mind. I don't like any online or any know-it-all. Mm-hmm. So Neil deGrasse Tyson, Hank Green. <laughs> You um, hate people with expertise. The, the Vsauce guy. They just seem like... the uh, Yeah, well, they're know-it-alls because they actually do know things. <laughs> You're like, I don't like people who know things. I don't. Have you considered joining the Republican Party? <laughs> <laughs> they don't like it either. I, well, I was just in Florida, so I kind of caught it a little bit, I think. <laughs> That's what it was. You got some DeSantis on you. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Essence of, essence of Santis. <laughs> yeah. That's you just, need to DeSantis. I thought maybe that was just a dead coral reef or something from the <laughs> ocean. So uh, something that's coming up that is exciting for uh-huh. me is I uh, am going to Vegas with my child. Ooh. That sounds like an oxymoron, going to Vegas with your child. There's this ton of stuff to do there, though, with kids. You could gamble her away. I could. Um, I uh, heard, though, I wonder mm-hmm. what I wonder what you think about this and maybe what our, our listeners think about this, mm-hmm. if you guys have any um, Thoughts? experience. So when you check in uh-huh. to your hotel in Las Vegas, it is common, so the check-in front desk people are it's a tipped position oh is it yes so it's mm-hmm. common to give them everyone says twenty dollars i never tip when you check in when i was and, there 
really okay. Wait, is this any t- any place? I think this is just Las Vegas. Okay. So you give them $20 and they might give you an upgrade to your room if oh. you tip them extra. I have status and they upgrade me automatically. Oh my so. god. Well, <laughs> sorry. Good for you. What would if you have status and you also tip them, what if they could give you a suite? Look, so we were we stayed at the Venetian and they're all nice rooms, so it didn't fucking matter. Like they had like a sitting area, like a living room, and then like so you walk in and it's like the beds are there, yeah. And then there's some stairs down to like a table and couch and view of the strip and all that. And how much was this per night? It was like two hundred dollars a night. It was, it was ridiculously cheap yeah. for a big city. I mean, even two hundred dollars. I mean, well, this was pre-COVID, but yeah, you know, even two hundred dollars not in a big city is not ridiculous, especially for a room that big. Because yeah, there were like no, two totally. queen beds. So it was cheap there. Yeah. So so I had to uh, book two adjoining rooms because mm. my child can't sleep in the same room as me because I snore. Yeah. Um, she'll make us both miserable. So. What are you saying? Uh, at Excalibur. Okay. It's an MGM resort, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, st- I'm working on my status, okay? I just signed up. I heard the Luxor is a piece of shit. I've heard the Luxor is a piece of shit as well. Yeah. I don't and like Circus Vegas. Circus. So. Um, I only like Vegas because I went there with someone mm-hmm. who lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a local. Friend of the show, Dave. He's been on the show before. Um, he used to live there. They love, he and his wife love going there and... Uh, um, so they know like the cool spots you can go to, like there's a bunch of free stuff that you can see. Um, and I think they have, they have more like, it's more kid friendly now than it was like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but then almost also we're renting a car and we're going to drive to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. That's not very far. Fun. That's so anyway, the reason we were in. So we were at the Grand Canyon and we were going to do a loop up to Zion. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And then got tired and decided <clears throat> to just stay in Las Vegas instead of continuing on. Yeah. Uh, and then skipped Zion. And... It seems like there's nothing to do in Vegas if you don't drink or gamble. But I think it was, I, I did not have a good time. I was, yeah. I was glad to leave, and I never want to go back. Yeah. So. Well, maybe you can give me your status at the Venetian. <laughs> I can um, book the room for you. So anyway, if you if you guys, if listeners, if you've been to Vegas and you've tipped the front desk person, let me know how much you tipped. Let us know how much you tipped. Because my fear is, I'm there. I say, hey, I'm here for my 40th birthday, traveling with my daughter. Um, wondering if you have like a like a bigger mm-hmm. instead of two adjoining rooms, if you have a bigger room for us, and then I hand them forty dollars, and you're not supposed to like slip it to them. I hear you just like flat because out be like, here is money, give yes, me something. here's money, give me something. Yeah, then they so they'll take it, and then what if they don't give me a nicer room? Then you're out twenty dollars. Then I'm out twenty dollars, forty dollars. I've heard that you can give them a hundred dollars, and they'll be even nicer. But mm-hmm. if there are no rooms available, they can't upgrade you, so they just take the hundred. Mm-hmm. Someone Thank else, you for your generosity. Yeah, someone else said when you're checking in, you you know you have your license out or whatever because you have to give them their license. I don't know why my wallet's out right now, but yeah, I'm, I'm showing you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also in your other hand, have like forty dollars that they can see. And then they, if they say, "Oh, I have um, an upgrade for you," you say, "Thank you very much," and then give them the forty dollars. Mm-hmm. But that seems like waving it in their face like mm, wouldn't you like to pay rent this week here you go just kidding upgrade me or die <laughs> i don't know i feel like they probably make well enough as a front desk clerk if they're tipped and ever and and this is common that people give them 20 bucks but then if everyone's given 20 bucks everyone's getting upgraded yeah there are no rooms left or maybe all the rooms are nice i don't think that's the case of the x caliber <laughs> 
Well, what you have to do is pull the sword out of the stone and then ah, go to the, and then yeah. they then they know. And they're yeah. like, oh well, give him the I was give gonna, him the Excalibur suite. Yeah, I was going to stay at this green a Green Valley Resort or something, which is like ten minutes from the airport. It's not on this. I don't need to be on the strip. I, I would like for my child to see the strip. Like, drive. We'll drive down it in the car, and then if we need to go somewhere on the strip, we'll just park nearby mm. and walk or whatever. Um, and then I want her to be able to swim because she loves yeah. swimming. Um, but then it turns out what happened. Oh, because I had just gotten one room at this Green Valley Resort or whatever. And then um, Excalibur was actually for two rooms. It was cheaper for, than just mm. this one room. And I was like, let me just get this room. You can go see that big orb they've got there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Apparently there's a half an hour wait just to go look at it. That's crazy. It's crazy because it's huge. Yeah. Seems like you could see it from a distance. Yeah. I could. We'll walk by it and it'll be fine. I'm not going to, I don't need to be up next to it. <laughs> I don't wait in line for things that are dumb. Like the <laughs> taking a picture at the Las Vegas sign. Fuck that. I don't need a picture. Oh, I remember passing that and seeing the line. I was yeah, like, it's a line. I think we took a picture from the car. We were just like, there it is. Yeah. Someone said, um, you actually don't have to wait in line. You can just walk up and take your picture. I'm like, that seems rude. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have, because it's not an official thing. It's just, no. it's people being patient and polite to each other. <laughs> yeah. Look, you can just be a fucking dick. Like, why yeah. do you want to wait in line? Just get what you need. Right. Be an asshole. Come on. Well, I think that's it for me. Yeah. Well, if you've been an asshole, yeah. uh, you can let us know at thehourpod at gmail.com. If you have an asshole, let us know on, <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook. Not, not Are with, they going to send us a picture? Not with photographic evidence. Just let us know. Jeff wants to see your asshole. At facebook.com slash thehourpod. Uh, got a few updates because, as I mentioned, I've been I've been listening. Okay, good. Uh, in episode 216, a nougat snoot, a nougat snoot, a snooty nougat. Uh, Jeff was talking about staying at the, what was it, the low... I, Laves. Laves? Laves, yeah. Uh, in Chicago. Yeah. And it was the nicest room, or nicest hotel you've ever been in. Yeah. Uh, since then, we have also stayed at a brand, that same brand. Oh, in, yeah? In Orlando. Yeah? And it was okay. It was nice. Oh, okay. But, you know. The the, the it, room was super nice. The service was incredible. The room was okay. The, like, the, the, the they had a sushi restaurant in mm-hmm. it that was delicious. Yeah. And they had a, a sushi that, like, had pineapple in it. It was, like, a shrimp and it had pineapple. Interesting. And I've never seen it anywhere else. And it was so good. Like, the, really? the waiter suggested it. We're like, hey, what's your favorite? And he's like, I love this one. And we're like, bring it on. Was it called the Hawaiian roll? Uh, probably something like that. I don't yeah. remember. My, Becky will probably tell me uh, when she hears this. But it was so good. Both of us really liked it. And we've everywhere we've looked, they do not have anything comparable. So, uh, but yes, it was nice. We had a good time. Yeah. Uh, we also, in this episode, asked if you could use like uh, food snaps like Snap or Wick or EBT to buy feminine hygiene products. Okay. And the answer is no, according oh. to the USDA. That's shitty. It says, do not accept, accept benefits uh, for things that aren't included, which include hot food, Beer, wine, alcohol, cigarettes, gasoline, dog food, cat food, vitamins, baby bottles, forks and spoons, toilet paper, tampons and feminine products, soap, or mobile phone cards. Wow. Uh, However, both Illinois and New York are trying to pass a law that would allow women to use those benefits for those products. Oh, okay. Which it seems like they should. At, at, At the very least... The tampons and stuff. Well, and also toilet paper. You can't buy toilet paper. Like, everyone's got a shit. Yeah. Like, come on. That's yeah. that's so stupid. Uh, in episode 217, a sister wife, sister wolf, uh, 
we wanted more information about whatever happened to the Japanese emperor, because we said we thought he abdicated. What was going on there? Yeah. Uh, he did on April 30th, 2019. He was 85 years old. His name is Akahito. He stepped down from the throne, becoming the first Japanese monarch to do it in over 200 years. Oh, okay. That's so, a long time. Yeah, we weren't sure. Uh, he was the oldest son of Emperor Hirohito from World War II. Uh, and he, uh, he, uh, Hirohito ruled from 1929 to 1989. Okay. So emperor from World War II was still emperor when we were children. Yeah. But That's, just a figurehead. Yeah. Like the king. Yeah. He has no political power. Akahito became an immensely popular figure in Japan. Unlike his father, who rarely appeared in public, he went out and wanted to bring the family closer to the people. Okay. Uh, but he had poor health. So he stepped down, uh, as I started talking about it in 2016, uh, and his son, Crown Prince Naruhito, uh, became emperor on April 30th, 2019. Okay. So they yeah. still have an emperor. Yeah. Okay. So when he, for some reason, I thought when he stepped down, that's just it. They don't have any more emperors. Nope. Okay. They, did, they do. He's a young guy and yeah, does the thing. That was uh, when, when Trump was president, that was the thing like, look, just let's can we just call him emperor yeah, right. and give him like a house on the top of a hill yeah. and he can just be like a uh, just... you think he's yeah exactly emperor just, trump yeah mm-hmm. uh in episode 219 a royal travel meeting august 3rd uh i said i'd post the kroger scissors commercial on facebook mm-hmm. and i have done that so okay. if you're curious about the kroger from the 1980s with the ladies who like walk like scissors or whatever oh, okay that is on the facebook you can go take a look so you can see women scissoring on facebook <laughs> you sure can that's and it's totally okay with the uh community standards <laughs> And in episode 220, Anorexic Rigatoni, uh, we were talking about Panic at the Disco, and I was saying that, oh yeah, it's just Brandon at this point. Uh, the band has broken up, I guess. I don't know. It's, they've they've shut down. Oh, shut down. Yeah. So uh, in twenty or January of 2023, he announced that he was ending Panic at the Disco following the end of their Viva Las Vengeance tour on March 10th. So oh. there is no more Panic at the Disco. Everyone is calm. Okay. Yeah. They should just, he should have renamed it like Brandon at the disco. <laughs> that would have been all right. Yeah. Uh, I think that he just had a kid and so he's just like not doing anything right now. Okay. So probably when the kid's older, he'll. Must be nice. Uh, some corrections. Mm. Uh, going again back to episode 216 a nougat snoot, a nougat snoot, a snooty nougat. Uh, we didn't know what the name of the thing that you tie your horse to when you're at like, you know, you go into town and uh-huh. then you tie your horse to that thing. It's called a hitching post. Of course it is. So, All right. Yeah, we're dumb. Uh, in 217, a sister wife, sister wolf. I was unsure if the little bighorn battlefield was in Montana or Wyoming. It's in Wyoming, but it's only 38 miles from the white. Wy- sorry, it's in Montana. It's only 38 miles from the Wyoming border. So okay. It's like right there. It's close enough. Uh, in episode 218, Bumblebee butt plug. <laughs> Uh, I knew there was a character in James Bond that crushed people with her thighs, and it was mm. played by uh, Femke Jensen. Uh, the character was called Zina Zargineva Anatop. That seems a uh, little, you know. Over the top. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she was in the movie Goldeneye from 1995. Okay, that sounds so. hot. I'll watch that. Uh, in episode 218, A Bumblebee Butt Plug, we were also wondering how many Bonds did each Bond bond? <laughs> Uh, and under, so basically there's kind of two Bond group of movies. There was, uh, Eon Productions did most of the movies. And then there's like a few non-Eon films. Uh, and actually there's been more Bonds than I thought. Okay. Uh, so Sean Connery did seven films. Then there was a guy named David Niven. He did one film in 1967. Uh, Sean Connery did from 62 to 83. I didn't know he went oh, that long. But there was another one just like, like just a random in, in the middle. So that was one of the non-Eon productions. Okay. And it was a version of Casino Royale, which they did again later mm-hmm. with the Eon productions. Uh, and then there was a guy named George Lazenby. 
okay. uh, who did one film in 1969. Uh, Roger Moore, who we knew about, did from 73 to 85, he did seven films. And then Timothy Dalton, who we also knew about, did two films in the 80s. And then Pierce Brosnan had four in the 90s and early 2000s. And Daniel Craig had five from 2006 to 2021. Okay. So there we go. That's how many Bonds bond to each Bond. Great. So A long list of white men. Yes. Great. Uh, well, I mean, hopefully the next one. Well, they've talked about a woman, which I'm sure will make all the Bond bros pissed. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean they're Let's, mad enough about Barbie. Can we make it Jodie Whittaker? Let her try crack, take a crack at that one. See how it works out. <laughs> um, in episode two nineteen of Royal Travel Meeting, we weren't sure if Eric had been on every Black Friday episode because we said we were pretty sure he had. He has not. Oh, we did not do a Black Friday episode in twenty twenty one. We just I, did a regular episode. Really? Yeah. On the Black Friday though, it was on Black Friday, but we just. It was just a regular we episode. We didn't f- do five shots deep. We didn't. I don't. It didn't sound like we were drinking at all. Well, so uh, I'm almost always drinking. Today I'm not. <laughs> uh, well, it is like you know, two in the afternoon. It's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, but he was in all the other ones: 2018, 19, 20, 22, uh, and hopefully this year as well. Oh, I didn't we should, get that. Can oh. you try again? I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. I wonder when Roger Moore's going to come on. Be on the show. Uh, in episode 220, Anorexic Rigatoni, we were asking about which album was after the Beatles went to India, and we were correct that it was the White Album. However, we were talking about in the context of sitar music. Yeah. And that was actually earlier in the 1965 Rubber Soul album, where they started using a lot of weird instruments. So they went to the sitar, and then they went to India. They did. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, India. Uh, we also For asked... Nothing. <laughs> we also wanted to know if Angela Lansbury died before or after the Queen. Uh, she died after the Queen on October 11th, and the Queen had died on September 8th. Okay. So... And then in episode 221, a rat tail on his rat tail. Jeff felt that they no longer make fruit or gum by the foot. And in fact, both those products still exist. All right. I was shocked. What about Big League Chew? Did you look that up? I did not look that up, but I'm pretty sure I saw it at uh, CVS recently. Okay. So I, that, I, was, that simulating that was another, tobacco. Yeah. So they still, I mean, they still make the candy cigars and the candy cigarettes. They just don't call them those things. Yeah. But they look exactly like They the, just call them candy. Yeah. They're like, luckies candy sticks <laughs> yeah. like okay i'm gonna smoke those <laughs> that's all the updates oh so, okay cool there you go i like i said listen to like four months of episodes wow yeah good for you yeah. you uh we we do know of someone that listened to a lot to to every episode of our show every episode a couple of months right you know what we should do we should, we should like have him become our fact checker because he listens, he just like jot down like things. He's like, "Hey, wait a minute, they didn't ask a question about we that." We have him. We could ask him to do that if yeah. he would be willing to do that. That's what I meant by have him. Oh, okay. Like, hey, you want right. to be a contributor to the show? We'll give him a. What would Carl Danilton do? Uh, wristband. wristband. Yeah, we got tons still. We still yeah. have a ton. Hey, we'll give him three. How about that? <laughs> How about four? One for each appendage. <laughs> okay, we'll give him one every time we fuck up. <laughs> so he's gonna have all of them by the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of Arizona, mm, it is so hot. How hot is it? In Merrick. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were setting me up. I was, but I was going to I was going to. OK, <laughs> it's so hot. Maricopa County, Arizona. How hot is it that people are being brought to the emergency room with significant, sometimes life threatening burns? Oh no! When are you going? 
end of August. Oh man, the week week before school starts. Don't fall down. I will not fall down. I uh, so by the way, all these stories are three weeks old. (laughs) This is uh, well, two weeks old. I think one of them is like three weeks old, and the rest of them were from like the week before that. Okay, so well, or after that. I don't know. Yeah, they're not that old. I'm I'm not going to apologize for not recording. To you, I apologized. But I'm not going to re- apologize for not recording for three weeks because, you know. Shit happens. Right, you got to go to happens, Miami and happens. get uh, jelly uh, fish. Yeah. I got fucking STDs. shingles. So, yeah. well, the, and the first week when we didn't record, I went to Miami on a Wednesday. Normally we record Wednesday or Thursday, but I had just. Be- I was going based on like Italy, and then Italy was done, and then I didn't make any plans. And I knew that Miami was coming up, but I didn't make any plans. But I didn't think about Miami until it was like the like two days before. I was like, Fuck, oh, I shit, go I guess, to Miami. Yeah, going to Miami. I guess I'm not recording this week, <laughs> and then illnesses. So um, for the past three to four weeks uh, of this record heat wave, people have been burned just by falling on the ground. That you shouldn't live there. No. Stop living there. It's too hot. Move away. There's no water. It's too hot. You're running Stop out of living water. There. Also, like Las Vegas as, as a concept should not exist. No. There, golf courses in golf that region? Golf courses. Yeah. Absolutely. Those should be banned. I'm going to go see uh, Lake Mead before it's not there anymore. <laughs> it's puddle meat at this point. The, yeah. You might find a dead body. Ooh. Update for the show. Ooh. Yeah. And we'll go to the Hoover Dam that doesn't need to be a dam anymore. You should you should do a, it, a, a quick live like voice memo, we do. A oh, little... oh yeah, sure. I'm here at the Hoover Dam. <laughs> it's just a Hoover building now. It sucks. Yeah. Summers are our busy season, so we anticipate that this sort of thing is going to happen. Going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but this is really unusual. The number of patients that we are seeing and the severity of the injuries, the acuity of the injuries, is much higher, said Dev- Dr. Kevin Foster, director of burn services at the Arizona Burn Center in Valleywise Health. Why was I talking like that? I don't Arizona know. Burn Center. Jeez. You burnt. <laughs> well, all 45 beds in the burn center are full, and Go. one third of those patients are people who fell down and burned themselves on the ground, and half the patients in the ICU are also people who burned themselves from falling. Wow. So if you fall and then you can't immediately get up, I feel like that's when the burn happens. Or is it that hot that you like, so, does your skin sizzle when you touch the sidewalk? So apparently when it's like 120, 130 degrees, like asphalt can get to like 180. Jeez. So like, I don't think it takes, I mean, 180, that's almost enough to boil water. So like imagine a yeah. pan on your stove. That's out of the temperature danger range for food, 41 to 140, right? Yeah. So... I guess you can leave your Big Mac out. <laughs> Come get it later. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, that's what they do in Arizona. They don't have the red lights or the warning yeah, just, thing inside. They, they just have just a, a skylight. Yeah. So the area has been hotter than usual, even for Arizona, and that expert said experts say means that the ground can be dangerous for anyone whose bare skin comes into contact with it. Yes, asphalt is dark and dense, and while concrete is lighter and reflects some light, uh, when the sun shines on asphalt, the dark color causes it to absorb light and it heats up. That's science. Where's Hank Green when you need him? Because he's the only, he's the only one that can radiation. talk about science. On oh, actually, that's where he he was tell, talking about the uh, the shipping sulfur dioxide thing. That's where he was, oh, that's he was reading and talking about that study that just came out. Oh, interesting. So, so on a hot day. Asphalt can easily be 40 to 60 degrees hotter than the air. Some studies show last Thursday, air temperature reached 119 degrees. 
this this has been three Thursdays ago, and six consecutive days at or above one fifteen. So if it's sixty degrees above that, that's seventy one seventy nine. Yeah, that's too hot. I remember the color code for um, for temperatures at the Weather Channel when they used to show temperatures. Mm-hmm. It would be like 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever. So the sixties were yellow, seventies were green. Uh, no, orange. The Eight, 80s were orange. 80s were orange. 90s were red. Uh-huh. 100s were like dark red, but then 110s were white. Yeah, they like a pinky white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was always just this little tiny spot right like, there Boop. in Arizona. Yeah, mm-hmm. Arizona. But I think it would probably be, if they still did that kind of map, it'd be much bigger now, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, because it used to be like a leap, and then like it would just go away. Now it's there to stay. Yeah. Uh, uh, if uh, sorry, it contains Oakland. Oh, wow, <laughs> that was that was rough. Take that one again. Mm-hmm. It can only take a fraction of a second to get a pretty deep burn. Foster says, for people who have been on the pavement for ten to twenty minutes, the skin is completely destroyed, Ooh. and the damage often goes deep, meaning it's a third degree burn. Is that is their skin like sticking to the side to the asphalt it's, or sidewalk? It pulls right off the bone. Oof. Mm, tender. Fork tender. <laughs> they're they're uh, giving all their EMTs spatulas now. And when they respond to things, just scrape it off. Yeah, get the carnitas off there. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hopefully they give them some good medicine. Otherwise, they're going to drink themselves to death. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, that, I mean, alcohol could have a, you know. Yeah. Uh, could make you drunk and you fall and then, you know, you can't get up. Like if they if they're uh, if they're cooking on there, you might have to like put a little wine to deglaze the <laughs> deglaze the asphalt. <laughs> Who's cooking fajitas? Hmm. I'm I'm just making a, a reduction, <laughs> a Steve reduction on the, on the sidewalk. <laughs> well, speaking of drinking, uh-huh. a British man on holiday with his family in Jamaica. Died. Oh no! After attempting to partake in a challenge that involved drinking all twenty-one cocktails featured on a bar's menu, like on the same day, because that's too many drinks. Twenty-one drinks is too many. Drinks. That's a lot of drinks for like, a, for even for a whole day. Yeah, I think. I mean, it, I guess if you're up twenty-four hours straight, one per hour. That's that might that, not kill you. You right? might not. Well, he, this guy died. Well, he didn't drink all twenty-one. <laughs> Oh, he didn't? No, he didn't oh. make it. Oh, boy. Uh, Timothy Southern, 53, from Schaff- Staffordshire in England. Uh, sorry, in England's West Midlands. Yeah, uh, has Had finished 12 of the menu's various cocktails when he returned to the hotel room at the Royal Decameron C- Club Caribbean in St. Anne, where he later died. Okay. There would be a very big difference between having, like, a rum and coke, uh, 21 of those, and then having... 21 um, Long Islands. Yeah. Because that's mostly liquor. Well, it seems like like a lot of those drinks, too, are just kind of watered down. Because like, the less alcohol they use, the more profit they get, right? Right. So. I think maybe these drinks were alcoholed down. Maybe. <laughs> so a Kingston pathologist said the cause of death was acute gastroenteritis due to alcohol consumption. Uh, what is gastroenteritis again? Uh, like, Did he fart himself to death? Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, the tummy rumbles. <laughs> uh, the liquor shits to end all liquor shits. <laughs> Staffordshire area coroner Emma Serrano ruled his death was alcohol related. Okay. Because he had 12 drinks? 12 drinks? Well. 
just there's I, this more. isn't this isn't a this isn't a proud moment of mine, but I've had more than twelve drinks in a day, <laughs> and I was I wasn't good. I wasn't fine. I wasn't good. You didn't die I though. Survived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not fifty three. That's true. You know, that if maybe, he drinks that much all the time, maybe his liver's not in top, you know, liver filtering mode. That's true. Uh, maybe um, that's why I got early onset shingles because <laughs> all the alcohol I had. And so at some point during the day, um, or are we at an initial investigation? An initial. An initial investigation to Mr. Southern's death found that he had been drinking brandy and beer throughout the morning. So he was drinking before the 12 drinks. Oh, well, then he had more than 12 drinks and he died. Did. Okay. Yes. He had 12 at the bar, and who knows how much beforehand. Okay. Uh, at some point, sorry, uh, the woman, to- sorry. No, <laughs> sorry. At some point during the day, Mr. Southern uh, met two Canadian women celebrating a birthday. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry you died. Happy birthday, eh? Yeah, but happy birthday. I sat next to a Canadian on one of the flights back uh, from Europe, and... Um, she was Canadian, and I only knew that because she said sorry like four times. Just getting in her seat, she was apologizing. She's in the middle seat. She's apologizing just to me, the lady next to her. She apologized because uh, her book fell, and like it was all sorry. Were you on like a big 767 with like the middle seats and then the window seats? Uh, y- yes, hmm. yes, but I was not in the middle seats. Oh, you're in, you've yeah, the side sets. I was in the side seats at the window. I got the window seat. Oh wow. Yeah. To look out. Uh, well, no, because she asked me to close the window. Oh. She, I did, but like that, you can't in the middle seat. You can't ask the the window seat. You're in control of that shade. Okay. You are the the master of the window yeah. seat. The middle seat. You get the. I, I think we, we talked about this on the show. Middle seat. You get the both armrests, and then the aisle seat. You get the aisle. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me to close the shade. I did, because she was nice about it. But anyway. The uh, the Canadian women told him they were trying to complete the 21 cocktail challenge before midnight as a part of the festivities. Uh, it was not immediately clear how quickly Mr. Southern consumed the 12 cocktails. Was he trying to catch up with them? <laughs> they're like, we're already 12. Oh, like they're not British. We're already 12 in. Sorry. He'd be like, oh, I can beat that again. Crokey. <laughs> I'm going to uh, put that down my chimney. <laughs> the family has expressed outrage. And dissatisfaction uh, with the emergency crews who tried to save him in his hotel, claiming they were unprepared to effectively take care of him. And apparently a family member was like, give him CPR. And they're like, I don't know, man. Really? And they started like hitting him like a iron drum. They're in Jamaica, the Jamaican drum thing. (laughs) What are those called? It's not an iron drum. Definitely not iron. Steel drum. Steel drum. See, I knew it was a metal. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how shitty an iron drum would sound if you tried to make it like that instead of steel and just be like. That's not too bad. Yeah. But you have to say V'ger after every time. <laughs> uh, the relatives claimed the nurse was not adequately trained to provide life-saving measures. Yeah. And so they were... The problem was with the Jamaicans, they were, they were trying to um, ask someone to get the, the beer can. Um, and they couldn't tell if they were saying beer can or bacon. <laughs> May he can go bobsledding afterward. <laughs> so that was just a sound <laughs> that I was the first one. It's called Longing Piano. It's a loop on GarageBand. If you're right. interested in listening to that again. How many loops did we have? Did we give it? Just one. It was a lot, though. It was like. 10 seconds long? Yeah. 
It's, that's okay. That's fine. People have turned us off a long time ago. So. <laughs> we, turn, we turn people off. <laughs> we, we turn them off so they don't have to, or no? Yeah. Okay, good. We're like a wet shower for your ears. We're going to do, instead of doing some, <laughs> instead of doing advice, uh -huh. we're going to do some random thoughts. I've had plenty of random thoughts I've been writing down. Excellent. And uh, um, do you want to go back and forth and give our random thoughts to each other? Or do you want to do them like together, like rub them together? <laughs> I don't know. What sounds good? Let's go back and forth. Oh, okay. Okay. Your turn and then mine. Oh, I have to go first? I do the yeah, first random first. thought? If you want me to go first, I'll go first. I, maybe I said this on the last show. There should be a baby room on airplanes. You've got, take one of the bathrooms, especially the big airplanes, take one of the bathrooms, convert it into a, a baby room so that if, and with a seat and a seat belt. And if your baby is crying, you can take them in there. And close the door. Is mm. uh, one of the parents on the plane back from um, Amsterdam did that? Oh, by the way, I lost my Kindle. I left my Kindle on the plane. Oh, I no. got contacted by the Amsterdam airport. Amsterdam airport lost and found. I'm like, you can just keep it, I guess. I don't know. Can they mail it to you? <sighs> I don't know. I would ask. Yeah. If they contact you, say, hey, can mail. You? I mean, even it's probably cheaper than the Kindle. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, sometimes that yeah, yeah. We've, we've played it. We've stayed or been a few places where we've forgotten something and they've mailed it to us for free. And it was their job to do that. Yeah, they're like, the yeah, here you go. Okay. Good luck. Maybe uh, other airports are nicer than I mean, our airports. Yeah, it's Amsterdam. I'm surprised. See, in our airport, no one would have called. Someone would have just been like, oh, free yeah, Kindle. They just would have found it and snapped it in half yeah. and throw it in the garbage. So baby room on an airplane. Mm -hmm. um, oh, a guy, his baby was crying in the middle of the flight and he took her into the bathroom and closed the door. And it was, you could still hear, but it was nice. Mm -hmm. Do you go like to the very back of the plane, so yeah. he's the farthest away from everyone? Yeah, I mean, it sucked for him to be in a small room with a crying baby, but you know, you put like padding on the walls and stuff. And it's sound your baby; and... you're used to it, right? You like, brought you... the baby on the plane. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, we never flew when our child was a baby because we're like, we don't want to have the baby on the plane, right? We don't want to be that disrespectful to everyone else. Sometimes you have to fly with a baby. Though. Absolutely, there's, there's funerals. An emergency. Or, yeah, yeah. But like, you're if just you're like, moving. I want to go on vacation. Yeah. Like, well, then go somewhere closer to home. Or this is the sacrifice you're taking when you're having a baby. Go in a few years when yeah. there's not exactly. a baby anymore. I mean, I guess that maybe is a random thought there. Yeah. Like, sometimes you get shitty vacations for the first few years because you don't want to be disrespectful to other people. Yeah. And sometimes that's just the price you pay. Because you can't just do whatever you want. You cannot. We're living in a society here. Yeah. So, like, sorry, you want to go to the ocean? You'll just have to drive to Lake Michigan. Yeah. So if, right, yeah, and it's fine. And just, you can get uh, freshwater jellyfish. Yeah. There. Yeah. You can get uh, the, well, there's no clams, the Asian trout itch or whatever. <laughs> That's mine. That, that was yours? That's well, my random thought, yeah. Well, I guess I, my random thought was that you shouldn't have, you shouldn't be allowed to go on vacation sometimes. Oh, If okay. you have a baby. Yeah. Or it's limited. allowed. Sure, it's a free country. Jason. Socially allowed. It's oh, it's oh, it's like allowed, it's yeah. like lining up for the Las Vegas thing. Mm. Like yeah, you could just cut ahead and be an asshole with a baby on a plane. Oh yeah. Or you could be considerate. Yeah. And and go. You know what? I'll go see the London Eye when my baby is old enough not to be an asshole on a plane. Yeah, it sounds good. That because it would it would eliminate the need for a large room for babies on a plane. That's true. It it, it would just be for the funeral flights. Keep the babies 
underneath and stow and <laughs> stowing them with because you know you've heard that heard that like sometimes there are caskets and bodies on planes. Just come down it's there. The baby them. nursery. <laughs> it's a pin for babies. Yeah, it leads into my so uh, social things leads me huh? into my second thought. Kind of. So I was playing pickleball earlier today, oh. and at the park at Burns Park in Ann Arbor, and somebody had an off-leash dog. Hmm. That's you shouldn't be allowed to have off-leash dogs at parks. Actually, I think that's not a rule, but like. I should have, like, um, I was there with uh, my boyfriend and his nephews and his sister, his whole, sister's whole family. Anyway, um, they, uh, the kids were riding, like, on a scooter, and the dog was, like, chasing one of his nephews on a scooter and, like, barking and stuff. And we're, like, it's dangerous. You never know when a dog's going to, like... We should be able to yell at them, I think. I don't I... want I don't want to be the one to yell, mm-hmm. but I would probably just say, not to be a jerk, but you really shouldn't have that dog off leash. That's really unsafe for everyone, mm-hmm. including your dog and you. Um, but that led this, the thought. Random thought was that pickleball is like if um, tennis and ping pong fucked, and that's what pickleball is. Isn't ping pong just tennis for little people? By that I meant How children. <laughs> I meant children. What adults play ping pong? Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like you know it's the same game, but you're like closer together. Yeah. Right, so ping pong it's is like small, indoor tennis. A table, yeah, because they used to call it table tennis. They did, yeah. So. Um, pickleball, have you seen I have anyone no idea. play pickleball? No, okay. I assume it's like ping pong, but instead of a paddle, you use a pickle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A elastic. I was using my pickle the whole time. <laughs> it's you got a paddle, you uh-huh. got a ball that's more like a wiffle ball, and okay. the court is much smaller, but you're still hitting the ball over a net okay. back and forth. Well, like badminton. <clears throat> yeah, but it doesn't have a shuttlecock. Oh. But you're still using your pickle. Yeah. All right. Different cock. I don't know why it's called pickleball. <laughs> I've never looked at it, so I don't okay. I don't know. I'll show you my pickle uh, <laughs> later on. Yeah. Uh, so I think we've, we're at the point where we can use AI mm-hmm. that your bathroom stall doesn't open if you've pissed on the seat and haven't cleaned it up. Oh, interesting. Like so either, you- either it's like an AI toilet seat or like some sort of like thing that detects that you've shit on the seat or you yeah. pissed on the seat or left toilet paper somewhere or, like if you if you put toilet paper on the seat and you don't remove it after you're yeah. done like it, it must be into factory reset mode or you don't get out of the cubicle so you're locked in there. you're locked in there unless you clean up after yourself interesting that would involve like cameras or something or right? you know a, a seat sensor. probably can sense like you know probably like a japanese toilet seat can do this right where yeah. you can tell if there's like piss on the the seat or shit on the seat yeah like through weight or like moisture or something like that somewhere i think in new york city they have a like a public toilet that's (laughs) self-cleaning and it's got a 15 minute limit so you go in just have like a mr bubbles or not mr bubbles uh what's the phone scrubbing bubbles scrubbing bubbles just sprays the whole thing just like the commercial and they're flying around and they're happy about it but but (laughs) we shouldn't need like we're all adults yeah. So I used to work at the university uh, here, and uh, I worked in a, a building that was a lab, and everyone in this building either had, like, a PhD or was working on their PhD, mm-hmm. and I go into the bathroom, and someone is pissed all over the seat. I'm like, what What are you doing? Yeah. Like, you're all college-educated multiple times. Why is there piss on the seat? Right. Why didn't you clean up after yourself? Yeah. So there's- uh, It's a lot of etiquette stuff where our random thoughts are today. Yeah. Like, this this bathroom has is a pressure sensor on the floor, mm-hmm. so when you leave, it knows that you've left, and it locks the door while it's cleaning it. But um, it 
hoses, hoses down, down the, the toilet. It's, there's like this arm that comes out and hoses down the toilet mm. and the floor and the sink, and it's all it all drains. You know, mm-hmm. for the people that for the PhD candidates in Manhattan that <laughs> the, don't the PhD candidates. <laughs> uh, oh, so my next one is um, cars should be built with little drones built in that mm-hmm. when there's a traffic jam they can fly up and scout ahead to see what tra- what is happening with the traffic jam. So it would be great to know because sometimes there are semis in the way uh-huh. or it's like a big fucking excursion or whatever. It'd be nice to know if you need to be in the right lane or the left lane if one of them is closed. That's true. Or even if you're getting off, there could be like a little drone that scouts ahead and you can just mm-hmm. get off at the previous exit. It could be called, uh, you just, all you have to do is say, launch nosy neighbor. <laughs> and it pops up above the fence. Yeah. I don't think so, Tim. And Barack Obama could be the first one to get it in his, in his uh, car. All the drone strikes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, crap. I lost it. Oh, uh, I think any company that creates bathroom dividers mm-hmm. with gaps should be fined $10 billion. 100% agree. We were in uh, Colorado mm-hmm. coming home. We stopped at a... a um, rest stop yeah and i could have put my arm through and shook the hand of the guy taking a shit in the stall <laughs> that's how far like my my adult male hand yeah could have gone through the gap that is unacceptable someone is making a um because sometimes the bathroom doors don't lock so they're making a, a device that you put in through the crack and you twist it so you make your own lock mm. Um, they could also put that with like a little Ooh, plastic little. strip or something or rubber strip <laughs> to a, seal the gap. It's your little portable uh, blinds. Yeah. You just pull the little cord. <laughs> and if someone knocks, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Just a minute. Someone's in here. Who is it? Someone's in here. I won't say who. Someone. Come back with a warrant. <laughs> okay. I, I, there's, I have a bunch of these. Go. Okay. Go. <laughs> It's our show. So there's probably a guy. Uh-huh. This one is not etiquette related. There's uh-huh. probably a guy that works at like a small scale building supply company. Mm-hmm. Like um, there's one called ABC Supply or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like vinyl siding and stuff. And he probably has a really strong opinion about a specific vinyl siding company. And he fucking hates them. <laughs> he fucking hates this whatever, you know, I don't even know the name of anderson windows or whatever but they've got a supplier i'm sure and he fucking hates them but like there are things that people are so passionate about and they get worked up and angry about that they it doesn't matter to anyone else but them that's probably true yeah i feel that most adults have a favorite spatula this, that's not my thought. This is just okay. this is just a fact, right? I have you have favorite. one, right? Yeah, I have one. And everyone also has a spatula that they don't like. Yes. Why make that? Everyone's used a spatula, and you have to know that your spatula is crappy, and the price differential between a good spatula and a shitty spatula is not that much. So you're saying someone else should choose, because my favorite spatula could be different from yours. But I'm sure, but there's, there's the shitty spatulas, like everyone's like, that's the shitty spatula. Like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like the Applebee's of spatulas. (laughs) You know, like, that's not a good spatula. Yeah. I I guess it's true, though, that some people like Applebee's. Sorry, it's the the white castle of spatulas. No one likes it. No one likes it. It's the old country buffet of spatulas. 
I like old, well, I did like Old Country Buffet. So I've got. Um, so, All right. So I guess my it doesn't count because someone someone must like it. So wait, you're telling me someone likes the shitty spatula? Yes, someone that uses that spatula. Do good. It's, it like, is, it's fine. It's too weak. It doesn't scrape. It. It's. I know which one you're talking about. It's the black plastic one. That's that no is good. Rounded at the at the at the tip. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it's it's kind of dinged up too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not exactly. You can't mm-hmm. scrape anything hard. It doesn't. Nope. Because it just like folds. Yeah. 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 It's made out of paper or something. Yeah. So I don't have any nonstick cookware. Mm-hmm. And so all my spatulas are metal. Mm-hmm. I do have like the wooden spoons and stuff. And like some of them are flat. But I've got a long spatula for eggs. And then I've got a two short spatulas because I was tired of the one being dirty. Mm-hmm. And then I've got like the fish turner. I have too many spatulas. I need to get rid of one. But I like them all. I don't have. If you like them all, you don't need to get rid of one. My favorite one, though, fish turner. Fish it's, turner. It's long. It's nice and metal and flat on the edge. It can scrape if you want to. It's very versatile. It can reach in because one of the spatulas, um, if you're using the deeper pan, you can't really, the the handle's too short. Mm-hmm. That's like the thing that I have the most of in my kitchen is spatulas. Mm-hmm. And so, great. Random thought. Good conversation starter. Tater tots, which I love, mm-hmm. are sad. And here's why. Whenever you see them, whenever you see a tater tot uh-huh. in a TV show or a movie, uh-huh. that is a sad meal. Think about any tater tot meal you've uh-huh. ever seen in a TV show. I was watching Yellow Jacket. Somebody served dinner. It was like a sandwich and tater tots. I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> they're going through some shit. <laughs> so why am I still eating tater tots if they're so sad? <laughs> because sometimes when you're sad, it, it's good. Right? <laughs> Yeah, it is a kind of a comfort thing. My my cousin calls them potato toddlers. <laughs> I call them the potatoes children. I like <laughs> taking things and like expanding on. So yeah, that's <laughs> when uh when I was young, they they had two types of potato uh, tater tots. Uh huh. They had like the plain tater tots, and then they had the tater tots with like little green bits in them. Oh yeah, those are those were the better ones. Yeah, they don't make those anymore. They don't. It's not that I've seen. They had onions in them, I think. And they were like it's good. Yeah. I mean, they still make things with onions. I was just there and uh, saw like the, the frozen hash browns, and they oh. had like green pepper and onion mixed yeah. in with them. So why not have the potato toddlers with? Uh... I think just buy the hash browns, call them tater tots, mm-hmm. call it good. It's the same thing. They have like tater tots, like four different ways for tater tots. There are the regular ones. I think there are even bigger ones but then they're also like hash browns that they're the flat. crowns they call the those. crowns but that's yeah. just a tater tot that's been smashed yeah it's a, it's a skinny tot <laughs> yeah you know domino's does an appetizer that's like loaded tater tots yeah which sounds great except everyone forgets can they they have no structural integrity no you, you have grab to a tater tot fork, and it yeah. falls apart so you need like a fork or a spoon it's not like it's nachos not, it's not good uh Nobody actually likes black licorice, so why do we still make it? Hmm, interesting. I would say that there are people that do like black licorice. Not enough to, to I do not. account for the amount of black licorice in, in the world. I think maybe it just doesn't go bad. So it's all just the same. <laughs> it's all bl- the same black licorice. So it's like so. So when someone gets injured in battle, mm-hmm. they get a purple heart. Yeah. And I don't know if it's still the case, but up until recently. We were still using purple hearts that were produced during World War II because they made so many purple hearts thinking that we would have to invade Japan Oh, that we just have this huge stockpile. So that's, so that's what you're saying. It's it's the purple heart of licorice. We're thinking we'd have more survivors. 
Ooh. Well, yeah, because lots of people would be injured yeah. trying to take. I mean, lots of people would be killed as well. But do you get a purple heart when you're killed, or just when you're injured? Uh, I think just when you're injured. Okay, so yeah, I think when you get killed, uh, you get a folded flag. Oh, oh, good. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a uh, I forget which stand-up comedian they they do that same thing with, uh, but about um, candy corn. It's like a thing. Like there's only I, I like candy. Corn. I like candy corn I think too. It's good. But he was like, but only, only the actual like was it Brock's or whatever that makes yeah. it. Yeah. Only that one. Like if you get off brand, tastes like shit. Yeah. Here's one. Mm-hmm. So you know there's there's drywall mud. You can fix mm-hmm. holes in drywall. Mm-hmm. Why don't they do like drywall mud type of thing for roads, and fill potholes that way? Because they fill the potholes. And the, I, don't I think they have like asphalty. They do, but when they fill it, they fill it and then let the cars flatten it, mm. and it's no good. It doesn't. It just creates more it bumps. Needs, it needs to be like it needs machine press. So they should like drop some whatever. I don't know. I don't, I'm not an engineer. They drop some shit on the road, and then they use like a little scraper, like a big drywall scraper, to mm. scrape it out, like a mud knife, and then yeah, like a big joint knife and a big iron to just. Yeah, and then when they're done with it, cover that with a th- like a thin layer of like tar or paint or whatever, like black mm-hmm. paint. So you have a nice and then smooth, patch it. Yeah, and then nice patch it like you patch on drywall. And it seems like it would keep water out and would keep it from like re, you know, re-injuring itself. Hmm. Someone get on it, <laughs> not me. But I had the idea, so pay me. <laughs> I have two more actually. Uh, I had a similar, so I'm going to do a retro idea. Okay, all right. When I was when I was younger, I was a young teenager, like 13, 14, somewhere around there. Uh, we went hiking. Uh, there was this this mountain. It wasn't a mountain because they weren't tall, but there was like this big hill that you could see from our front yard. Yep. And it wasn't like there was like a line of these small Appalachian mountains. It was just like one bloop. Yeah, that was there. So we went hiking up there one day, and we brought like. A picnic basically to eat when we were done in the back of my grandma's van and i said you know they should have a pull-out table that you can eat on you just put a chair in cars in a car yeah, like yeah. In a, especially like a minivan or something like that that yeah. you take like a subaru it would be great for that you just pull it right out yeah and you have this little place where you can sit in a little like bag chair or a folding chair or whatever and eat your little food right there for like campers and stuff they could uh, model it after like the little gurney things for the ambulances. Like the yeah, you pull just, it out and the the yeah, wheels just drops or right comes down. down. Yeah, yeah. It's a good uh, idea. Apparently, so years later, uh, one car had this. I saw. I remember seeing an ad, and I was like, I thought was of that, that like the ten years Pontiac ago. Pontiac Aztec. It probably was. It probably was. Yeah, I think it had a yeah it had that, and then it had like a a, a llama emperor and uh, <laughs> something else. I don't know. Okay. Um, why do roads get sudsy now when it rains? I wondered that just like two, three weeks ago when it was, we had like a big rain and we were driving. I was like, why is it so sudsy? Yeah. And I was like, well, it was a brand new paved road, too. So I was like, is there something in there? That's this didn't used to happen. But it, it wasn't it, it didn't look like, you know, chemicals like oil or something. It was like like someone spilled Tide. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, and then it's in parking lots and stuff, uh-huh. and if and it's there's suds, and so what I read, uh-huh. so I looked this up, I googled it, and someone said that um, what may be happening, it, but I don't know why it's happening now and it didn't used to happen. What may be happening is um, there is oil from the cars and the tires and stuff mm-hmm. on the road, and then um, when there are wildfires, um, ash falls mm-hmm. and gets on the road too. 
And then when you add the water, then what it's actually doing is it's the the lye from the um, from the ashes and the oil from the oil uh-huh. is making a soap on the road because that's in water. That's how you make soap. It's an interesting theory. Yeah. But why is it all the time? Because we don't have wildfires all the time. I know they're happening right now. In I've only still, noticed but... it recently. Yeah. So I don't know. Now we should look. It, maybe it's like that thing where uh, like you just robins, for example. Mm-hmm. There's that thing like, oh, the first robin of spring. means Robins don't migrate. They're just here. They're just here, but we don't pay attention in the winter. They used to have, I saw this uh, thing on TikTok. They used to think they have theories about birds, but they didn't know actually where they went. Mm-hmm. They used to think oh, they would too, hide yeah. underground or they'd turn into other animals. <laughs> People are dumb. <laughs> it was the 1600s. Yeah, the Hank, Hank Green wasn't alive to tell everyone. <laughs> there was no was internet. The to, answer. Yeah. yeah, we had no influencers. But I did. I noticed this a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's not a recent, it's, it's recent, but it's not super. It's not like yeah. just this year. We should really stop doing elementary school in age group okay it should be more like high school where you go to your math class and you're in that math class until you are good at that level of math and then you move to a different one with the next level oh so you might have like an advanced first grader up with some slightly older kids to learn math because that's where they're at Mm. and if you're not there yet you're still down there and like not do your eight so i guess you're in this class now I think we should we any education reform is good as long as it's it's healthy for the child. Yeah. Like uh, you can still mentally, have maybe physically, like, emotionally. Maybe like your your home base room might be age related for, you know, stuff that's um trying to think of like like music or yeah. you know things like that where it's just kind of like the fun stuff. Cuz they're mixed together on the playgrounds, right? The yeah. age groups, yeah. Yeah, just everyone's out there. Yeah. Because there would be, like, if you are a first grader and you're reading, let's say, a fourth grade level, Mm -hmm. which my child is much higher than fourth grade. But anyway, she's also not in first grade. Yeah. Um, Then if you're reading with fourth graders, then you would be at an immediate disadvantage because you're so so young, like physically and emotionally. You Mm -hmm. might be a good reader, but you might emotionally be like a first grader. Mm -hmm. But then there might be an emotional, a fifth grader that's emotionally a first grader. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. It's, it seems like it's it could be different. Yeah, but I'm here for some education reform. That'd be yeah. fine. So, that was kind of my... Last one for here. me. All right. And then you've got one more after that. Oh, one do I? Oh, I okay. hope so. All right. So, um, when you go to a grocery store mm-hmm. and you don't buy anything, mm-hmm. it leaving seems like a crime. <laughs> That's true. You have to walk through... Because now they have U-scans, but before... You had to walk, find an open thing and go through it. And sometimes they have them blocked off. The Menards is really bad about that. Yeah. Because oh, they have a Men- turnstile. Yeah. To get in. And then they block off all the things. So it's a pain in the butt to get out of a Menards if you haven't bought in, bought something. Yeah. You have it to feels- like kind of like go to an open lane and like you have to look at them. And yeah, they're watching you. Yeah. And- they're, oh, they're got their eye on you. That's no good. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I got Starbucks on the way here, but it was at the Kroger. And oh, we yeah. got Starbucks, and then the little exit, it was emergency exit only, yeah, so I couldn't go, go through there. I had to go through the, the self-checkout. Yeah. And it seemed very strange. Fuck. Oh, no. One more. I had one, and yeah. then I lost it. So you are you are getting these random thoughts now. You're just uh, opening your brain to possibilities, and they come to I mean, later. some of these things I have thought about right, before. Right. I had them written down I on didn't, my phone. I didn't prepare anything. Right. 
written down for today. Okay. Um, but yeah, like some of these things I've like the table one is mm-hmm. from years ago, but the education one I've thought about a lot in the past. And, yeah. Um, but some of them were right off the top of my head. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we were talking about this uh, earlier, but like we have lived through the entire life cycle of physical entertainment media. When oh. we were born, mm-hmm. VHS was brand new. Yeah. It just come out. And then DVD came out. Mm-hmm. And then it went to digital. Yeah. So we, we lived the, basically the entire life cycle of Blockbuster. And and I feel that the loss of Blockbuster or other, you know, I'm just using Blockbuster because it's a big name. But like the, the act of going to the store and picking out a movie, like the young kids will never know that. And it was a very fun experience. It was. You'd go and maybe your movie you wanted wasn't there. You had to go early and try to get the new release, right? Yeah. Uh, or there was like the discount day where you get more than one because they're only $1.50 or whatever it was. Um, and then having to be like, there's nothing new I really want to see. I guess I'll pick an older movie. And that's just what I'm going to have to watch because I don't have 800 channels. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was it was an experience. And it would be, I feel like, on a small scale, you probably could do some sort of retro-y kind of rental thing, but nobody wants to go through that that hassle. But I think a lot of people would be like, Haha, that'd be fun, let's go rent a movie from whatever. But you can't get a VHA. I mean, I guess you could do Blu-ray or something like that. You, so you're telling me you have not seen Yellow Jackets? I have not seen Yellow Jackets. There's, I don't even know what that is I or where to see it or how to see it. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Okay. Because they just merged Showtime and Paramount, so you have Showtime stuff now. Oh, okay. Which is how I was able to watch Dexter New Blood finally. Oh, okay. Which was fine. Yeah, I, I thought it was. It. I thought it was much better than the last ending. Agree. Yeah, yeah. it was a nice little fix me. Yeah. So there's a there's this character, and this isn't a spoiler. I don't think there's a character on the show that owns a like a VHS, like a family video, family video, and she it's it's current day, and she she rents out. Those and VCRs. <laughs> so you rent out the VCR. You with rent out it. the VCR with the tape. Yeah. So I was wondering if maybe you could like rent out like a flash drive, since mm-hmm. a lot of people watch on like computers or whatever, where you plug it in and it'll just loop the movie. Yeah. Like kind of like when I put a, a DVD in my computer over there, it just automatically brings up the video player. Oh right, right. And so like you have some kind of thing where you just plug it in and it'll play the movie and you just return the flash drive. There are video game emulators mm-hmm. that. You can play old like any NES games, Sega mm-hmm. games, whatever. And then the emulator, there's one called Open Emu, mm-hmm. and you can change what the screen looks like. You can make it look like an old TV screen, mm-hmm. or you can make it look like like HD, but the graphics look terrible in yeah, HD. <laughs> the squares are so big, you can see every it's, little corner. Yeah. yeah. So related to your thought before. VHS tapes came out before mm-hmm. there was Blockbuster before we were born. People could watch movies at home, but they couldn't choose the movie. And they had, it was on Sunday nights or Thursday yeah. nights or whatever, CBS movies. The ABC Sunday night movie. Yeah. Or they had like a whole little montage thing. Yeah. With like, you know, the film reels music. kind of like, yeah, the, yeah. And then they like give you the little preview tonight on ABC Family Movie. It's Return yeah. of the Jedi. And before whatever that was, people couldn't watch movies at home at all. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Good one. Good final random thought. <laughs> I'll think of, let's say, 20 more for next episode. Awesome. I'll think of zero. Here's, have good. to do it off the top of my head. Here's some sitar.
Speaking of the drugs. No, I think that was from uh, Dueling Sitars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> From like the, the hills of uh, India? <laughs> the Deccan Plateau. <laughs> oh, I ate at a, a Nepalese restaurant the other uh-huh. day. It was... It was a cross between Chinese and Indian food. Interesting. And it was good. I've never had Indian food. Oh. So I should try it sometime. You, it, if you like my recommendation, buttered chicken is, is like okay. the entrance. Or chicken biryani, which is like rice. Okay. That's the entrance. That's what most people, I think, get. Random thought. Oh, okay. You want to do save you it think, for next week? Do you, do, you think, <laughs> do you think there's somewhere on the internet, if I go to YouTube, I can put in dueling sitars? And there are two people playing dueling guitars on sitars? 1,000%, yes. We'll have to look that up. Let's look it up for the end of the show. Definitely. So speaking of drugs, uh-huh. um, not India, but specifically the Beatles after they came back from India, yes. right? So mm-hmm. let's make that clear. Exactly. When customs officials encountered a pickup truck transporting four large wheels of cheese from Mexico into the Presidio port of entry in Texas on Thursday, they had a hunch something was off. I mean, who uses wheels of cheese you have to get some good years <laughs> it seems very inefficient you could blow a rind going 70 <laughs> cheese whiz right off the, the the interstate you that's what you do that's the fix a flight it's just a can of cheese whiz <laughs> no you get the easy cheese because it's already in the spray oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> what did i say cheese whiz yeah that's cheesy cheese is cheese whiz Cheese whiz is like it's like nacho cheese, in a, like a in a like a screw oh, top. I Easy so... cheese is the the it's in a can and you press the little like pressure and it goes. Yeah, yeah. I always thought the cheese whiz was like a I could Easy be wrong. cheese and cheese whiz were interchangeable. I don't think so, but okay. Well, someone we should look it up. Yeah, uh, in in twelve weeks once I've gotten caught up, or uh, it could be our first task for our. For, um, yeah, our, for our, our intern. Yeah, intern. <laughs> the <laughs> hour intern. Your salary zero dollars. Yeah, We're, and we will continue to talk down to you the whole time you do it. By the way. <laughs> but then we could do credits at the end. Oh yeah, it was brought to you by our intern. We're not saying his name out loud. Is there a reason? Cheesy McFresher. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is he's not coming to family dinner tonight, so I can't even uh, oh, say hey. There's man. a thing on the. Well, I mean, he'll hear it. Yeah, the funny thing is, if he did it, uh, his girlfriend wouldn't know until much later when we're talking about it, because he listens to the show and she doesn't. Oh. And there's been a number of times where we're at family dinner, I say something, he's like, oh, yeah, I know. And she's like, what? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was on the pod. Uh, Logan and, and Rachel mm-hmm. listen to the pod. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Friend of the show, Logan. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since he's been on. We should probably, uh, yeah, we should have him on again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when we hang out. I, the things I talk about on the show, this is this is all I have to talk about. There's nothing else. There's nothing additional. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I've heard it. So I'm telling this story, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we heard that. And they, they let me tell it, um, but they're like, because, you know, when I tell stories, I always say, did I tell you guys this already? Yeah, you told us, you, you talked about it on the pod, but you can say it again. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. good. Let's, I'll keep going. Yeah. Sorry. You'll have to hear about my jellyfish STDs twice. <laughs> Because they've got clam rot or whatever it is. <laughs> clam rots. <laughs> uh, an x-ray scan of the cheese revealed anomaly. No, sorry. This is America. Anomalies. Uh, which, upon further inspection, turned out to be 17.8 pounds of cocaine concealed inside the wheels. Custom and Border Protection said in a statement. <laughs> clam rots. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.
you don't want to get clam rot during red tide either, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Lots of discharge. That'll give you a blue jellyfish. <laughs> Smugglers will sometimes try to conceal contraband and items that appear innocent to deflect suspicion, Daniel Mercado director of customs and border protection at the presidio port said well officials seized the drug and the truck uh the 22 year old driver a u.s citizen who legally declared the cheese will be facing charges of failed smuggling attempt oh. so there's like failed smuggling and that's a crime <laughs> you failed at smuggling <laughs> isn't that attempted smuggling yeah if you don't if you achieve smuggling not a crime yeah you're but smuggling. if you fail at it yeah straight to jail yeah smugglers have gone to bizarre lengths to bring drugs into the u.s using everyday objects Car batteries, gas tanks, drones, and more. Well, seems like a drone, drone would work just fine, right? Yeah, you just, just fly it over. Yeah. Well, then maybe they we have need like an radar. Air or wall, okay. Yeah. <laughs> according to uh, according to customs, border protection. Uh, customs officials in El Paso seized 146 pounds of cocaine hidden in an ice cream maker in June. Delicious. Officials at Jifk International Airport found $450,000 worth of cocaine inside the wheels of a woman's wheelchair last November. How did they notice that? They should have. She should have been riding on cheese, <laughs> like string cheese around the wheelchair. I got some uh, steel radial Velvetas. <laughs> oh man, I love the white wall Goudas. They're so so sharp. Velveeta would be the worst cheese to make a che- uh, wheel out of. <laughs> Those are the ones that definitely like. <laughs> Uh, combined by weight, seizure of cocaine, methamphetamine, heroin, fentanyl, and marijuana increased 7% from May to June. Who decides how much the cocaine is worth that they find? Uh, you know, they've got the market value. It's, it's like the stock market. It's like yeah. it's like lobster prices when you go to Red Lobster. How do they know it's how the market price? How much how much it's how do they know what the market price is? They ask criminals, hey, how much is this worth right now? Yeah, there's the you know, it's they have people the, who know. Yeah, it's on the stock market. People uh, on the fringe. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can sell that for uh, eight fifty a gram. <laughs> uh, in my day you could buy a gram of coke for a dollar. <laughs> Inflation. <laughs> Not even a dime bag anymore. <laughs> Cost you three Hamiltons. <laughs> so the agency said I when I when I talk about cocaine, drugs, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, definitely not. What did so, I say how much coke? pound of coke i don't even know what i said i said it was eight dollars i don't i don't know how much is it because they use terms like eight ball or like a gram or did i i think they said gram anyway like a Lindsay. (laughs) gross the agency says it is ramping up efforts to disrupt the movement of drugs into the u.s in part by surging resources to points of entry where drugs are often smuggled through vehicles you know what i don't understand is when Republicans get all like they're seizing so much drugs at the border. It's more drugs than before. It's like, wait, wait, you're mad that we're seizing more drugs than we're getting through before. Like, how is that the downside? Right. We're just getting better at getting the drugs. Yeah. Like so they just assume <laughs> we're doing saying? the same. Yeah. But more drugs are coming by. And that's why we're just happening. Happen to catch them. It, they're idiots. Yeah. That's so. Correct. Yeah. Speaking of cocaine idiots, mm. uh, cocaine dumped off the sea. Uh, sorry, in the sea off of Florida could have crazy consequences if sharks eat it, scientists found. So I found this story, I think, around or after the time I got back from Miami. Mm-hmm. There was a, also, right by Miami Beach, um, there's a, a body found in a suitcase oh. floating in the... There's like a little... There's like Miami Beach, mm-hmm. and there's like a little waterway that mm-hmm. goes up, like oh yeah, the kind of inside the coast, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah they found it in there, oh. pretty close to where I was. Samsonite. Yeah, it was way off. 
and and I could have gotten instead of um, clam rot <laughs> from the water, I could have gotten cocaine. I you wish I would have found this. Four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Researchers investigating if drugs dumped overboard impact the region's marine life. For a documentary, found some sharks appeared to have acted strangely, and others responded to similar stimulants. Hmm. How much cocaine are they? Are when they find cocaine, are they just dumping it in the ocean? So sometimes they like throw it overboard from like a plane or a boat so that the current can bring it. So these are in? people that are dealing cocaine, or yeah, yeah. these are the police that have caught that seized the cocaine. No, no, just... these are the people trying to smuggle it into the country. So okay. they drop it, and then you're supposed to come pick it up. How do they get rid of the cocaine once they seize it? Just give it to Nick Cage or something, and to the he just takes care of it. Yeah. <laughs> They give it to Joe Biden. That's why there's cocaine in the White House. (laughs) Uh, Smugglers have left countless tons of cocaine in the seas around Florida, transported from South and Central America, either to be collected by associates or to avoid arrest. So they're dumping it before they get caught. Ah, okay. That makes sense. There is someone out there right now that is still so nervous because they left their cocaine at the White House and they haven't (laughs) been caught and they are just freaking out. Uh, you never. Well, you never know. They could have been so high they don't know that they left their cocaine. It could up. be. They just lost it and they don't know where it was. If there was cocaine left, they weren't that high. Mm. It's probably Lindsey Graham trying to pin it on Biden. Mm. Madam Ladybugs or whatever they. I left that cocaine in the White House. Lady so. Graham, that's what they call him. Uh, maybe that's what happened. It, it was Mitch McConnell. Oh, and that's, that's why what he happened. Knew. He just realized that it was his. Yeah. In that press conference, he was just like. I can't wait for someone to be like, say something shitty about Dan Feinstein about how old she is and stuff. And she can't even vote for herself anymore. Like, and only say that about her. No, all elderly politicians. No one should have to work past the age of 65. I think they want to work. No one should be able to work past the age of 65 unless it's like. What about people who can't afford to retire? They Then they should, they should not have to worry about. What if they want to work that? because they. You know, have another 30 years of life and staying at home isn't good for their mental health. Get a hobby. A hobby where you make money is just a job. Get a hobby. Maybe just like the people. In Congress? Stay out of the government. <laughs> okay, hey, the people I was trying are, to be nice to old the, people. Just stay out of the... Nobody over 65 should be in power. The people voted for him. I know! It's well, the will of the people. Because there's no there's no other there's option primary, for them. There's primaries. I... Yeah. Who's they like it. They like him. They do. I know. They do. That's the problem. Also, Diane Feinstein. Get her out of there. She's she not. Can't she's vote. not. Re, she's not re, uh, running from re-election. Oh, good. Katie Fine. Porter's running for her seat. Uh, oh, she's fantastic. Yeah. She's the one that like put up the Jeopardy board and made the people from like the oil companies play Jeopardy with her. On, in like a very snarky way. Oh, okay. I think like, I, I think how am I, I'll yeah. take how am I ruining the world for 400 or something. You know? <laughs> okay. She is fantastic. Love her. Good. She's okay, great. great. She won in a Republican district. Diane Feinstein is 89. Is that right? Something like that. Yeah. So she shouldn't have been in Congress for 24 years. There was some video. I don't think I sent it to you where they were talking about something crazy that happened. And they're like, and that happened seven years before Diane Feinstein was alive. And she's still in Congress. It was like something that it, it was. It was. It makes more sense. If yeah, I find it was it. the the fucking meteorite or meteor that killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> I saw the light. It was crazy. Get out of there! Why are you making laws that are going to affect 
things for decades when you're not even going to be around next year. Like, she's not going to live until next year. There's no way. <laughs> I hope she does for, you know, if she's right. healthy or whatever. Well, here's the thing. We'll put it on. It's August 6th. Will Diane Feinstein Ooh, make it? Who will outlive who? What, Diane Feinstein or Mitch McConnell? Oh, we should, I should, like, make a thing here where yeah. we, like, keep track. You got a dry erase marker? We I do. Put it I got, on the mirror. Yeah, right we'll there. put it on the mirror. The, the Feinstein McConnell tracker. 3,000. Okay, here's my theory. I, I My theory is that that Mitch McConnell will die before Diane Feinstein does, simply because he's a man and men don't live quite as long. Our drop dead radar. Yeah. Uh, dead. They could make Deadpools. That's what a Deadpool is. <laughs> Anybody else we want to add on there? You got, you got the Feinstein McConnell. Uh, do, we King, put, do we have to put Biden up there too? He's Biden's got to be up there. King Charles has got to be on there too. He's old. He's ancient. <laughs> we can do brackets. <laughs> The death brackets. <laughs> we'll see who makes it the longest. All right, we'll work on this for next episode. If, if you've got a, if you got some suggestions of old ass people in public life, yeah, like politicians and shit, who should be dead but aren't, right. we'll, we'll add them to the bracket. Yeah, and then maybe. So we need like sixteen or something. Because so they have people do these already, and I'm sure there are we could there are resources we can look up. They're yeah. probably like online. It's more, it'd be more fun if it was you know. Right, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, so uh, I didn't know this until later on in my life. But like, they, you get, if you pick, for example, Diane Feinstein to die first, then you get some money Mm -hmm. if she dies, and you picked her to die next. But if you pick someone, for example, like Sinead O'Connor to die next, because she was younger, oh yeah, much younger, you win a lot of money because it's unexpected. It's It's a long shot, exactly. yeah. Yeah, long shot. Uh, well, the drugs are often washed uh, onto shore on ocean currents. Oh, are we still doing a podcast? Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> uh, just last month, the U.S. Coast Guard seized more than 14,100 pounds of cocaine in the Caribbean Sea and Atlantic Ocean with an estimated value of $186 million. Here's a random thought. Mm-hmm. Caribbean Sea, Pirates of the Caribbean. You don't say Pirates of the Caribbean. Some people say Caribbean. The they Caribbean they say the Caribbean Sea. I yeah. say Caribbean Sea. They do say the Caribbean. I also was calling the, my entire life, you know, the, the ginger ale Schweppes. Mm-hmm. I was calling it Schweppes. Mm. That's wrong. Interesting. <laughs> These kind of things happen all the time. I'd read it, but I had never heard it said out loud. Mm-hmm. And I was saying it to other people and they weren't correcting me. If I say they something probably wrong, didn't know please either, tell though. me. I don't know what it's pronounced as. If you said Schweppes or Schweeps or whatever you said, yeah. I don't know. I've never seen a commercial for it. I said Schweeps and somebody said no, I've only said Schweppes. Schweppes because other people have said Schweppes. Yeah. What if Fago is just like Fagio? <laughs> we don't know. Oh. That's, I think it was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one. Um, Pinconning, Michigan. I was calling it Pinkening. Like, almost like Pinkney. Pinkney? Pin, 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 P-I-N-C-O-N-N-I-N-G, Pin Conning. Oh, I've never even heard of this place. It's up, uh, kind of up north. They mm-hmm. got a, It's the place you pass when you're going up north, and they got like a mouse with cheese. I don't go up north. It's a cheese place. Oh, we should go to the cheese place. Yeah. Sadly, we can't go to Gobblers of Gaylord. That's a real shame. But we can go to the one out in Marshall. Gobblers of Marshall? No. It was, uh, Gaylords of Marshall. Ga- <laughs> Gaylords of Gobblers. <laughs> uh, marine biologist Tom the Blowfish hired... <laughs> 
and the University of Florida's environmental scientist Tracy Fanara. What's studied her nickname? <laughs> that sucks to give his nickname the Blowfish. Uh, Although it's, it's her, better that she is not named the Blowfish. That's something incredibly different for a woman. It's Tracy Clamrot Ferrara. <laughs> Studied sharks off the Florida Keys to see if the drugs were having an impact on them. <laughs> oh, good. During one dive to observe behavior, a great hammerhead, a species which normally avoids humans, came straight at the team and appeared to be swimming wonkily. Well, he was hammered. Is this the blowfish? This is it? Uh, the, <laughs> the blowfish. blowfish said it, yeah. He's always saying fish swim weird. Yeah. Well, wonky fish, eh? <laughs> a little weird, isn't it? Classic uh, the blowfish. <laughs> researchers also recorded a sandbar shark, which appeared to be fixated on something and was swimming in tight circles despite there being nothing in sight. And this is all has to do with cocaine. Yeah, apparently. Um, it'd be really sad if Tom the blowfish heard was just fat. <laughs> and this is like a fat shaming joke. Uh, he wouldn't call himself that, right? No, no, no. Maybe Lizzo would call him that, but he wouldn't call himself that. <laughs> Scientists also put packages similar in size and appearance to real cocaine bales in the water next to dummy swans as a part of their study. I don't know why they care how smart the swans are. <laughs> to their surprise, the sharks headed straight for the bales, taking bites from them. Like, fuck the swans. I need my fix. They were, they really headed straight for the bales, but they didn't say they were trying to get a bump. <laughs> the writer was, the, the who, whichever AI wrote this was not was not well, doesn't definitely wasn't tom the blowfish hard <laughs> or tracy clamrot fanera <laughs> <laughs> wow this has been an experience this episode it's been a while it has what did we learn today uh we learned don't fall down in arizona unless you want to be turned into carnitas yeah i would just say just don't go to arizona all the cho- all the chipotles in arizona are like carnitas are back <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Arizona. Uh, oh, we're gonna stop at the um, in Flagstaff at the Lowell Observatory. Mm-hmm. I've been there before. I'm gonna take my child. It's gonna be fun. Do um, they have a big uh, crater nearby? Yeah, but you have to pay. Yeah, to see it. I'm not doing that shit. It's a shame. There's an even bigger hole in the ground about a mile, about an hour away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learned that um, you can drink too much and die. Yeah. I guess that's new. Only for 53. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we learned that uh, you need steel radial levita if you want to get your cocaine through the, uh, the border. Um, and we also learned that there is a shark version of Charlie Sheen <laughs> and probably has shark HIV. He's probably winning, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oprah the octopus is just, you know, it's on the show. This hour has been an hour and 34 minutes. We're catching up. We talked about dueling sitars, uh-huh. and there were several. There were that we found. Uh, some of them weren't good. There's like some that seemed like they were just trying it for the first time. Yeah, a couple of white guys. Yeah, yeah, playing the sitar. Yeah, I think they're from Tennessee or something. Uh, sure, yeah. Lots of lots of errors. They should you know brush it up before you make a YouTube video. Yeah, I can't wait. Actually, I can't wait for uh, Taylor to enter her um, sitar era. <laughs> the sitar. Oh, you said error, error. The sorry. sitar heiress tour. <laughs> yeah. So here's one. Uh, here's one that we found. Uh-huh. Um, the first one we clicked on. Here's here's yeah. the beginning of that. Nope. It starts off innocently yeah. enough. Yeah. Two guys in India playing yeah. a sitar. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. There's the other guy. 
It was very yellow, by the way. It's it looked old yeah. in the video. I feel like it loses the sitarness. I feel like they maybe overdubbed a banjo. And So it was immediately here we find out this was a CMT commercial. <laughs> of fucking course it was. <laughs> but it was exactly what I was looking it's for. Exactly what we thought, and someone had already done it. Don't know how old it is, because the, the video upload is from fifteen years ago. Okay. Dueling Sitar's TV classic. Yep. I'll put it on the uh, the, the Facebook okay. uh, so that you can go take a look at it. Now, yeah. as someone who used to watch CMT Oh, yes. Okay. So they're, they used to have, their logo used to be in color. Mm -hmm. It used to be like red and yellow and blue or something, mm -hmm. the three different letters. Um, but then they changed it to just like a black and white logo hmm. or like a, just a white logo. And um, that was the, the white, black and white logo era. So, so I was going to say white only in I'm CMT. Guessing, mm. I'm guessing, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that eight, 98. That's what I'd say. Okay. Fair enough. That's what that was. Fun. <laughs> 